Season one of the Building a Vibrant Community podcast is sponsored by a grant from Southern SARE, Sustainable Agriculture Research and Education. Welcome to the Building a Vibrant Community podcast, where we help people discover new ways to make their communities vibrant communities. Welcome to the Building a Vibrant Community podcast. Today, I am joined with my co-hosts, Rachel Carter and Lauren Colby Nichols. I'm James Barnes. We all work for the MSU Extension Service here in Mississippi, and we want to talk about why we wanted to start this podcast. And I'll start, first of all, and let Rachel and Lauren Colby introduce themselves a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your work that you do for Extension in the area of community and economic development. Rachel? Um, Hi, everybody. My name is Rachel Carter, and I'm an economist, and I'm housed in the Center for Government and Community Development. And our center is all about Um, helping elected officials and stakeholders in communities um, grow their communities and to educate people who are making decisions for those towns. Absolutely. Good work you guys do. Lauren Kobe Nichols, we call her LC. Rachel, we call RC. And so if you hear us refer RCLC, that's what's going on. But we have fun with it. We're all colleagues, great friends, so we, we joke a lot. So you're probably going to hear some really good jokes from LC on the podcast. That's right. I'm not trying to refrain. <laughs> refrain. Um, I'm Lauren Colby. I go by LC. My mom gave me a horrible double name, so to shorten it and make it easier on you guys. I work for the Extension Center for Technology Outreach, and in our center, it is exactly what it sounds like. We are um, we specialize in technology outreach, and I'm an instru- instructor who um, teaches communities, business owners, organizations how to market using digital outreach and specialized technology and things to that nature. And I work in the Department of Agricultural Economics in community and economic development. And so all three of us interact on a lot of different things, different projects. And the, the one of the goals of the podcast is to bring together all that we do in the field of community and economic development to talk about how we make communities vibrant communities. What's going on out in the state of Mississippi? There are a lot of things that make up a vibrant community. And when I think of vibrant, I think of growing. I think of healthy and growing and prosperous, and a lot of those things come to mind, which is true. But I think for me, um, a vibrant community is one that certainly has a strong educational system. I know before we moved to Startwell that we were looking at the school systems first and foremost. And Startwell has some fantastic schools, uh, public and private. And so it was a big draw for us to see such a strong school system. And I, I know you guys have your own takes on that, but that was my take. Rachel? Oh, just one thing, of course, I like to think about a vibrant community is one that is economically viable. Is it one where there are there are jobs and there's a workforce that can line up with those jobs? And is it a place where you can purchase the goods and services that you need? Or are you going to have to go somewhere else to get those things that you need for your daily life? So I think economic... Um, economically viable is something that comes to mind when I think about a vibrant community. Yeah, certainly one of the pluses of a vibrant community. Elsie? Um, yeah, I'm with you guys. Are the businesses thriving? Is there a partnership and a good common ground between between the community? You know, just making sure there's not one big dividend between, you know, schools or businesses or politics. Yeah, so all these things. And there's so much more, right? Access to health care, right? That's a big thing. Um you know, is there a, what we'd say, a pro-business environment, right? 
for starting a new business, right? That's the kind of thing you look for. There's so many different things. What we want to do is bring in those success stories and highlight those so that other communities can learn as to what's going on in, in these successful communities all throughout the state. So let me ask you guys this. I, I know we, we share tons of stories about community economic development throughout the state, things that we do, things that we see. Uh, tell me one thing that, that you've seen happen in a community that's really, really strengthened it. Not either one of you. What, tell me one thing. What, what comes to mind? Well, I grew up in Knoxville County, so one thing that came to my mind is probably the um, the Dance and Rabbit Festival that we have every year. Um, people in Knoxville County are more divided between schools, and so that was a good way to bring everyone in the community together because there was a countywide pep rally between private and public school, and then there was a big festival during the day, and you got to see everyone come out and have a good time and see businesses open and thrive for that reason. So it was a big engagement. Everybody did it, right? That's Everybody right. was involved. Yep. RC? Well, and I think I think y'all touched on a, a key word there, engagement. Uh, a strong, vibrant community is, is one where different groups of people are working together for something, um, for a common goal. And they're, they're proud of something and they want to help it move forward. And there's so many examples of this ac- across our state. But I really, um, something that comes to mind today is thinking about uh, Pontotoc, Mississippi. I would say Pontotoc is definitely a vibrant community. It's a great example. And years and years ago, when, when I lived there as a child, I remember that a group of people decided we want to put effort into our schools. And I still remember the slogan, Pontotoc Pride. We had T-shirts. And people from all different groups, whether it was industry, whether it was political leaders, everybody got together and they supported those schools and did what they could to make those schools a better place. And it shows, and I benefited greatly from that, but it still shows in the community today um, with their downtown, their parks are growing. It's They've got a lot of good things going on in Pontotoc, Mississippi. Have you ever noticed that it sometimes takes uh, one champion, uh, one leader, you know, some somebody steps up and says, hey, I think we can do this. And then everybody kind of buys into that vision. And I think in both of your cases, it sounds like, you know, someone was definitely spearheading this, you know, as a chamber of commerce group or, you know, the mayor or a combination of different ones, political leaders, too. And I know thinking back on my story, uh, when I used to live in Louisiana, a friend of mine, he's the mayor there still to this day in Oak Grove, Louisiana. His name is Adam Holland. And years ago, Adam came to the, the Chamber of Commerce, and he wanted to go and renovate the downtown uh, Fisk Theater, is what it's called. And so he had to go form a nonprofit. There's a whole bunch of things he had to do. But he just wanted permission to lease the building, and the Chamber of Commerce owned it. So we, of course, voted to let him do it. And we fast forward years later. It's a thriving Fisk Theater is the name of it. You can Google it and go see it. Um, you can go. It's just an old-fashioned movie theater in the downtown. Now, that's, that's a, it took a visionary leader to do that. And I think every time you see community development in some way or another, there has to have been a visionary leader who had that idea. And bringing it together takes a whole team, not just one person. It never happens with one person. But um, to me, that's one story that stands out that I still stay connected to today just because we're good friends. But it was certainly important. Um, now, this is why we want to start the podcast. So we're transitioning now to just thinking about season one. What are you going to get when you listen to season one? Where do we start? There's so many different things, so many different places we could start. But we're really going to start and we're going to talk about local food systems. Okay, what does that mean? We're talking about why there is such a movement for local foods, healthy foods. 
um, how it benefits consumers, how it benefits producers. Uh, we're going to be talking about farmers markets. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things in season one. And it's really designed to help you grow your food business. You know, we're going to be promoing a curriculum that we're working on for an online course called Seven Ways to Quickly Grow Your Food Business. And that's really what we're going to do in season one is talk all about what's in that course and those seven ways that you can quickly grow your food business. So you can watch the videos, download the PDF, the notes, and get all that. Or you can listen to the podcast and get some of it too. And that's that's kind of what season one is going to be about. And I know each of you are going to be teaching. I'm going to be teaching in it. We want to certainly get that content out. Rachel, can you give us a little bit about what you're going to be teaching in season one? Absolutely. And and I think this is a topic that's very prevalent because and aligns well with our podcast because what we're all about is how do we grow our local economies in Mississippi. And two of the topics that I'm going to discuss is, number one, how to grow your local food business. And we're going to, I'm going to highlight a lot of the resources that are available online. And then also we'll talk about upcoming events and things like that as we move through this. But I'm also going to talk about a new trend in Mississippi, which is farm-to-table events and food tourism events. And we're going to touch on a little bit of how to make that work because those can be great economic engines or methods to to move forward some type of other community development event because farm-to-tables can be um, excellent fundraisers in your community. Yeah, we just talked about events, right? Some of our stories were around events. So you're going to be telling us how we can do food tourism type events and then how we can grow our local food business brand. Is that about right? That sums it up. Perfect. Elsie? Um, I, just to follow up what Rachel's going to talk about with um, how to grow your, your uh, actual brand, we'll follow up with marketing on social media, specifically Instagram, and just giving the business owners a practical approach to using social media outlets to grow their food business. Yeah, and, and part of the way that we organize the content for the seven ways to quickly grow your food business online course is around seven problems that businesses really have. And we're going to be addressing each one of them. One of them is marketing. How do you market a food business in your local economy? How do you do it? Instagram, Facebook, how do you do it with events and tourism events? You know, so those those are the ways that we're really organizing the content. So that's what we're going to be doing in the whole season one. It's been a great discussion. LCRC, thanks for being here, my co-host. This is really cool. This is fun. We've been trying to do this for a long, long time. Glad to see it's finally come to fruition. If you'd like to tune in to the podcast, you can go uh, search for Mississippi State University Extension, Vibrant Community Podcast. Pull it up, check it out, subscribe. That's what we want you to do. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Building a Vibrant Community podcast, where we help people discover new ways to make their communities vibrant communities.